0: CREATE with Franz Sydney. Hello everyone and welcome to my show. This is episode 119 and this is Franz. I'm here to help you to create the life that you want. And in this episode we're going to talk about something that you might be affected from. And it's called procrastination. So if you have this habit sometimes... In just a few fields in your life where things are not happening and you know they should be happening, stay tuned. So, first of all, let's define procrastination. is to put something off, to do it somewhere else, in another time, when it's more convenient. It's to say I'm going to do it tomorrow, next week, after Christmas, next year, when the kids grow up, when I have a proper job, when I finally get married, when my kids will just it's never going to end. So basically when we procrastinate something, is we are putting it off until a very imprecise or unprecise time will finally show up and we don't know when that is and that's the problem. Now I am not here to judge you because you procrastinate because I have been the master procrastinator myself because I wanted to do art since I was very young, I wanted to do gymnastics and roller skating, I wanted to do lots and lots of stuff. And I always thought well that's gonna happen later when I do this when when I finally move out of my house I'm gonna be able because my parents will not stop me when I procrastinate I'm gonna do it after university and then oh after I get a job when I go married oh when the kids grow up I can do it and you know I would just procrastinate until I realized I really want to do what I want to do and it's just life is in the way I was just procrastinating, I had not set up a very specific thing to happen a certain time and so the time was flying away. And that stopped when I decided that something had to change and it had to be me and it had to be now. And so I changed everything and I started to do again all the things I wanted to do. I went back to the radio by doing podcasting, it's been two years now. I've been back to um, doing drawing and things by setting up my print-on-demand shops because I do like art as much as I like mindset hacks and things like that. So I took action. And of course, I'm not going to become a millionaire with my podcasts or with anything else. However, I do enjoy doing it. And that's the whole point. So not a shred of judgment for me. But also, sometimes procrastination is about something else. It could be about something difficult or particularly painful that we don't want to do. I mean, who on earth loves doing the dishes? Who likes cleaning and tidying up the house the whole day? Not everyone loves that. And so there are things like cleaning the pet's cage or other things like that that we procrastinate, we do it later and later because it's painful. And we have connected that event with something painful, with a sensation that is very uncomfortable. And so we don't want to feel like that. So if you remember one of my past episodes I did say that everything we do as humans is really connected to how we're going to feel about it. We do things because of how we're going to feel if we do it or if we don't do it. Even if it doesn't sound like it, we are connected to the feeling. And one of the observational things, you know, is that sometimes we think, oh, I'm not going to do the thing that I really want to do until I feel like it. Hmm. And here is a little problem, because when we wait to do something creative or nice or relaxing or whatever, and we're waiting for the feeling to come and then we're going to do it, when are we going to compose that song or write the book or maybe do the piece of art? Or when are we going to clean the house if we wait until we feel like it? Life isn't really about when we feel like it, it's sometimes things need to be done and that's the end let's delve a little bit more into this procrastination habit. It's such a long word, terrible. And um, there is something else to look at. Sometimes we procrastinate, something that we should do, like for example cleaning the car or fixing something in the car or bike that doesn't work. There are other reasons. For example, we have a full plate, we have so much going on, very simply no time. So we might leave something broken and not fixed for for months, for years, because there is so much going on, so many other priorities, so we're just putting it off to later. We know we have to deal with it, but yeah, it's going to happen in the fullness of time. There is also the case when we think we cannot cope with something. So we might have an auntie that we don't really get along with and she always makes us feel very embarrassed. And so we procrastinate the day we're gonna go and see her because she always says, come for lunch, but we're like, no, I'm just gonna leave it to another day, maybe when I feel like it. Because we're always thinking, oh, I'm not gonna feel very good when I'm there because uh, she's such, I don't know, a boring person or whatever poor auntie that doesn't even exist. I'm criticizing her already, she doesn't even exist. Uh, But whatever it is, we're putting it off because it's gonna be, painful. And then there is another type of procrastination that is typical of parents with busy families. Many kids in the house and they are spending all their time to take the children to maybe baseball practice or to cheerleader practice or whatever, or they take them to do activities and boy scouts and brownies and there are so many things, right? sports of all sorts and the parents always find the time to watch their children doing their plays and everything they find the time to take them to parties they find the time for everything but when it comes to them sometimes they think well especially mom sometimes oh mm, but there is no time it's not that important or we'll do it later so they end up not doing something that will be very important for them Because they keep saying, well, no, 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 but uh, I can find the time for my kids, but not for me. Interesting, time is the same for everyone, 24 hours. So it could be that sometimes, although it is of course very important to spend time with our children, husbands, wives, whatever, share activities, etc. But that everyone has to have a life as well. We also need some time to recharge, to turn off everything right and to take time for ourselves to do something that we want to do that we need to do because we want to rest you know it's all this go 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 so sometimes it's a matter of priorities it could be that it's a priority that the family is okay but we are always the last person in the priority and my question is how is that going to work out for you in the end if you're always the last Are you gonna be very happy in the end? It's your own answer there, I will not answer it. Sometimes the procrastination can affect very important areas of our life. For example, we might have a a little health problem that we say, well, I'm gonna take care of that later, maybe a little cavity is coming on, we're putting on a little bit of weight something is there, we're losing hair, something is not right, there's a little niggling pain on our back and we leave it and we're gonna take care of it later on. And by the time we actually go and take action, the problem is way bigger than we thought it would be because we gave it time to grow. And um, some of my clients in the past said that, they were like, okay, I'm going to do this later because, in this moment, my priority is to get my husband through his medical exams. My priority is to help my mom to go through this, is to help XYZ. But then, when it comes to them, they don't exist as a priority. So, sometimes the procrastination issue is is an identity issue and understanding that we also matter it isn't just about the others and some things will not be done by others for us so if we need for example to eat better to exercise nobody can do that for us so before you stop listening thinking oh i'm going to procrastinate listening to the end of the podcast i'm going to give you a 6 point step plan and this will help you to identify how to get out of this procrastination. This is not the first time that we're talking about it and I will be back talking about this in January because it's important and I will do that as a, as a guest in, in the podcast of Honey who was my guest a few months ago and why? Because in January in particular you see that people go to the gym all trying to lose weight and then by February they're all gone and they're procrastinating all the way to next Christmas. So what happens between the 15th of January and the 30th is very important. So let's talk about it earlier and lay down the six steps that we want to take to make sure that procrastination doesn't plague us all the time. So number one, we want to make sure we know exactly what is that we are procrastinated. So... Can we do a list? Can we write up a list straight away? Pick it up now. Don't procrastinate. What do you want to achieve in this year, 2022? Did you want to become fitter, being able to feel better when you're walking so you're not wobbly and not painful? Do you want to lose weight? Do you want to gain weight? Or do you want to change something about your work or lack of work? Do you want to change your career goals? Or is there something in the couple dynamics, something that you wish to change but you haven't talked about it to your partner? Is there a hobby that you want to rekindle after many years and you haven't done it but you really dearly would love to do? Or would you like to explore a new hobby and you keep thinking, I'm gonna do that when I have some time after Christmas? Or could it be that your procrastination is always about cleaning, tidying up, fixing things? So whatever that is, just write down what are the things that you are procrastinating and without any judgment, just write the list. I hope you're done and now we can move to number two. Your second step is to ask yourself, what is that you are gaining from procrastinating the action. What are you getting when you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing that you told yourself it's very important that you do but you're not doing? <laughs> Shall we give you an example? For example you might have some important reports to do for your boss and you procrastinate them all the time because you know that he said already that if the reports were good He was gonna put you into a higher position and you actually don't really want the position because you will be earning more, but you will be maybe working all weekends and you want to spend the weekend at home. You would not be seeing your family. And so you procrastinate. You really want to do them, but you procrastinate because there is a secondary gain there. It will save you from destroying your life. So what is that you are gaining from this procrastination? Sometimes an action that we do puts us in a victim mode. Oh, poor me, I'm in this situation, please help me. And if we fix the situation, people will not be there being compassionate and patting us on the back. And we would miss that. And we would get maybe more jobs if we were that healthy or that slender or that productive. And so sometimes procrastination is providing that help. So make sure we identified that. Okay, so now we can move to the next part, which is to identify what are all the things that I am not enjoying because I procrastinate taking action in the field that is connecting to them. So for example, just the easy example, you haven't lost that weight, And now you have, for example, I don't know, joint pain because the weight is making the hip crack or whatever. So you might be missing out on an interesting walk in the park on a trip somewhere because the pain of walking is too much. So it's important that we look at, uh, this was like a basic example, but... Because everyone understand it but there are loads of things that we might be missing out of because of procrastination so think about it is it a feeling is it an event just write it down it could well be that once you see what you are missing you might want to work in reverse and think okay what can I gain if I actually stop procrastination in my life. And so you could say to yourself, what can I do to make this happen? And how will I feel? So let's do this in order. So at this point, we can go to the most important part, which is to work on your own, if you're really organized and smart about this, or work with a friends, with a coach, with a therapist, whatever, work with somebody to have a chat, even an in inner chat if it's on your own, to really, really clarify what it is that you want to achieve, okay? After you have this very specific goal, and it has to be a smart goal, so it's going to be realistic, achievable possible for you and it has to have a deadline. Otherwise, you know, if you don't have a date, it's never gonna happen, right? So you want to clarify all this, put that in writing. Why? Why is that? Because procrastination can just become a bad habit. So even after the emotional reasons for that are gone, it's just a habit of putting everything to do later, until everyone around you is so fed up because you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing for yourself and sometimes for others, it depends. So once you clarify what is exactly that you want to achieve, just there's a shift in your mind generating this huge energy towards the very goal that you want to achieve, even if it's a small goal but that shift has to happen, so you stop feeling guilty that you are procrastinating. So it's important to get this energy because this is the the power that will take you through all the work that you will need to do to shake off this procrastination and to start an undertaking that could be quite huge. So if you've been saying for, three years that you are going to clear the clutter in your garage and you haven't done it because it's too big Clarify what you want to achieve Get those boxes, get the tools out Get the day sorted out and then get going And after you get going you might actually, you might enjoy the process You might get the energy a lot more than just waiting while sitting on the sofa using your mobile phone waiting for the inspiration to come. Well, the brain doesn't work like that. The brain gets more excited when we are in the middle of the action. Amazing. Okay, and now you have reached the point where you want to see not only what you want to achieve, etc., but what resources you have to allow you, to help you, to support you in getting to this goal. And you also want to see what can possibly stop you. So you can take some action before, and know, okay, if every day I want to exercise for 15 minutes, but then every morning I end up checking my telephone messages and Instagram for half an hour, then you could change things in your daily calendar so that you will do the exercise first and keep all your mobile devices with the Wi-Fi turned off, airplane mode, whatever, just nothing there, they're hidden away, they're in a box, they're under key, something, so you do not touch them, so that exercise can happen. So if you do the things that you do want to do first, they will become a habit. And after 10 or 15 days, or doing exercise every morning for 15 minutes, if it's done properly, you will get a new habit, a new synapses will be building up in your brain, and you're gonna get pleasure of doing that and feeling that you're doing something good for you and then you might want to do all the other stuff that used to be your procrastinating crutch but you will see that sometimes scrolling for ages on your mobile phone was an act of procrastination. There are other ways of procrastinating one is for example I don't know what to do about this it's too complicated I'm just gonna clean the house (laughs) And while I'm cleaning, I'm going to be thinking about it. That happens, so it's a positive procrastination because something you're doing is still useful cleaning. There's always cleaning to do, right? Never ends. So what happens on my last point? Once you go all this sorted, you want to get the calendar really sorted out. You want to write down the day of the week, of the days, how many days a week, the times, how many times, how long. Write down, if you are writing a book, How many chapters will you write every week? What does that mean if you're talking about how many paragraphs, how many words are you gonna write? Write it down, it's so important to know exactly what you're gonna be doing. And why do I say write it down? Could you not just remember it? No you won't, because it's something you've been procrastinating, darling, and therefore it's not gonna happen unless you write it down, and that's the thing. You would not dream of telling your husband you're not going to drive into the hospital tomorrow at 9. You wouldn't dream of saying to your friends, no, I'm not going to take you to the airport. Um, not at 8, as you said. I'm going to take you at 12 if I feel like it. I might show up. You wouldn't say to your children, oh yeah, I might or might not take you to your party. I'll decide two hours after. You just wouldn't do it. But to yourself, you are doing that. So to yourself, you are saying, oh yeah, I might go for a walk. I might take the dog out, I might take a bath, I might start relaxing, I might watch a movie, I might, but I don't know when, I haven't decided and therefore it's not going to happen, isn't it? So the so-called self-care is as important as taking care of other people. There isn't just the rest of the family, everyone has to be balanced, it's okay to work hard, it's okay to help everyone but also help yourself because nobody can rest and restore for you all your body, your emotion, or whatever. Nobody can lose weight for you, nobody can eat healthily for you, nobody can exercise for you, nobody can learn from for you. So, whatever was the goal, make sure you take full responsibility because if your goal is not written down, it's just a wish, it's just a desire and will always remember, uh, will remain in that little drawer and you might really feel sorry later on that you didn't get the chance to take care of that goal that you had. And finally, my suggestion is to get an accountability partner if it's appropriate. Sometimes goals are very secret, I understand it. So if appropriate, talk to somebody who can really help you and who can nudge you every week or so and say, how's it going with your goal there? And then they can say, well done, or they can say, oh, okay, I'll talk to you tomorrow. And so just knowing that you have to report to somebody else, that really is helpful. If you are one that is going to not do it because uh, you're just going to leave your friend there and say, don't don't worry about it, then get a proper mentor, a proper coach, work with them. And because you are accountable, you're going to take a lot more action. So that was it for today. I hope that this was useful. And if there is something you want to get done before Christmas, in the run up to Christmas, we have just over a month, that's the time to look at it. Don't just say in October or in November, oh, I'm gonna lose weight, I'm gonna do that in January. That's another two months. Why do we have to wait? Practice now. I keep saying lose weight. We don't have all to lose weight. It's just one of these easy things that come out of the mouth just easily. There are lots of other goals. So think about something important for you that has not happened, why is not happening? What are you gaining from that? What can you do instead that is different? How can you change your habit? And as you change the habits, you will create something new in your mind that becomes regular, familiar and even pleasant to do. So thank you so much for being with me and I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. You've listened to Create with Fran Sidney.